Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand. You're listening to Sword in Hand Podcast, Bible-believing preaching emanating from Indian Gap Baptist Church deep in the heart of Texas. Definitely not politically correct, but glorifying Jesus Christ in every way. So let's join it in progress. Daniel chapter 7, Daniel chapter 7 verse 1. In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions of his head upon his bed. Then he wrote the dream and told the sum of the matter. So what we're about to read is what Daniel dreamed, what God gave Daniel a dream of. In verse 2, Daniel spake and said, I saw in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of the heaven strove upon the great sea. And four great beasts came up from the sea, diverse one from another. The first was like a lion and had eagle's wings. I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked and it was lifted up from the earth and made stand upon the feet as a man and a man's heart was given to it. And behold another beast, a second like a bear, and it raised up itself on one side and it had three ribs in the mouth of it between the teeth of it. And they said thus unto it, Arise, devour much flesh. After this I behold and lo another like a leopard which had upon the back of it four wings of a fowl. The beast had also four heads and dominion was given to it. After this I saw in the night visions, and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, and strong exceedingly, and it had great iron teeth. It devoured and brake in pieces, and stamped the residue with the feet of it. And it was diverse from all the beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns. And I considered the horns, and behold, there came up among them another little horn, before whom there were three of the first horns plucked up by the roots. And behold, in this horn were eyes like the eyes of a man, and a mouth speaking great things. That's the Antichrist, and we'll get into that later. Now skip ahead to verse 15. Now I, Daniel, was grieved in my spirit in the midst of my body, and the visions of my head troubled me. I came near unto one of them that stood by and asked him the truth of all this. So he told me and made me know the interpretation of the things. And this is what he told Daniel. These great beasts, which are four, are four kings which shall arise out of the earth. So if you remember in Daniel chapter 2, I preached on the, the statue. And that statue head was made out of gold. And the arms were made out of silver and the, the belly and the thighs were made out of brass and the legs were iron and then it had ten toes and those ten toes were mixed with iron and clay and Nebuchadnezzar had had this great dream and he had called Daniel in and Daniel interpreted the dream for him and Daniel told Nebuchadnezzar in this dream you're, you're dreaming of all the world empires to come and that head of gold is you and that would be Babylon and that silver that silver is a, is a kingdom to come that's Media and Persia and the third one was brass and that was Greece and iron was going to be Rome, and then iron and clay was that last kingdom that's going to be destroyed by that stone cut out of a mountain, which was Jesus Christ and his millennial kingdom coming back, Jesus Christ coming back. So now Daniel's been getting a, given a dream by God and a vision. And what you're going to see what's going on with Daniel is God's going to show him some of the same things, but God, instead of... See, when Nebuchadnezzar sees these kingdoms, he sees it as this great statue with, with gold and silver, and it kind of diminishes in the value, gold, silver, brass, iron. It diminishes in the metal value, but he sees it as this great statue. But God, when God sees the world empires to come, he sees them as wild beasts devouring each other. And he shows Daniel some prophecy to come. And this is the stuff you're going to find in Daniel. And I've shown you some other stuff in Daniel that makes the book of Daniel amazing. The book of Daniel is flat amazing. You cannot understand Revelation without the book of Daniel. But the book of Daniel is amazing because this prophecy of these world empires to come 
Media and Persia has not rose up yet. Right now we're in Babylon. God is showing Daniel and showed Nebuchadnezzar these world empires to come. And guys, when we get down here to Alexander the Great in the Grecian Empire, it will make the hair on the back of your head stand up. So much so that the scholars try to do away with the book of Daniel. They try to take the book of Daniel and say, hey, no, no, it had to be written way into the future. There's no way it could have been written at the same time. So it, when you've got to stand on one of two sides, you've got to get, stand on the side of the fence that written later on, closer to the time of Jesus Christ, when they knew all these kingdoms were going to come, or you've got to stand on the side of God and say, it was written, and it was written with prophecy in mind, prophesying what was to come, and it's true and you can believe every word of it. You've got to pick one of the two, though, see. And, of course, you know what side of the fence I always lean on? I lean on the side that God's on. Amen. Amen. Daniel chapter 7, look at verse 3. And four great beasts came up from the sea, diverse one from another. And we know in verse 17 that those beasts are four kings or kingdoms to come. So I, I read that to you so you know what, what this interpretation is. A lot of times in your Bible, if you don't understand something, just keep reading. And especially when it comes to prophecy, God's going to interpret itself through an angel or through some other means. Look at verse 4. Let's look at the first one. The first was like a lion and had eagle's wings. This lion with eagle's wings, and I put it up here as a lion with eagle's wings. This lion is Babylon. It's going to represent Babylon. Look at verse 4. I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked, and it was lifted up from the earth, and made stand upon the feet as a man, and a man's heart was given to it. Remember back in Daniel chapter 4, I preached on Nebuchadnezzar and how he was given lycanthropy, which was a disease that made him believe that he was a wild animal. And because he didn't give God the glory... Uh, Nebuchadnezzar wrote and said, I want to give God all the glory and I'm going to tell you what happened to me. And then he talked about how God had struck him with this disease in his mind and he went crazy and he went outside and they staked him out, on the, out by a tree and he was eating grass like an ox and his hair was growing like eagle's feathers. I believe right here in verse 4 that represents Nebuchadnezzar's insanity and recovery. I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked, and it was lifted up from the earth and made stand upon the feet as a man, and a man's heart was given unto it. So I believe that that's a prophecy having to deal with Nebuchadnezzar's insanity. I don't know any other way to put it. Lycanthropy, he was given by God. Now look at verse 5. So the first one we've got established is Babylon. It's a lion and eagle. Verse 5. And behold, another beast, a second, like to a bear. Now a bear is a lot more cumbersome than a lion. A bear can still, be, can still run kind of fast, don't get me wrong, but a bear is not as quick and powerful as a, as a lion is. A lion is known as a king of the beasts, amen. And an eagle is known as a king of the birds. And behold, another beast is second like to a bear. So he's not as quick, he's a lot more cumbersome, but he's a, he's a ferocious beast. A bear is ferocious. And it raised up itself on one side. Now, the Median Persian Empire was a dual empire, and the Persian Empire was a lot stronger than the Media side. So we believe that's why God shows this bear raising up on one side, which the one side that's raised up is the powerful side. It'd be the Persian side of the Median Persian. It says that that bear it raised up itself on one side, and it had three ribs in its mouth of it between the teeth of it. And what happened to the Median Persians that they had a triple alliance try to come against the Medes and the Persians. It was Lydia, it was Egypt, it was Babylon. After Medes and Persians came into power, these three kingdoms rose up against the Medes and the Persians. It was Lydia, it was Egypt, and it was Babylon. The Medes and the Persians destroyed that alliance. And God's showing this here with the three ribs in this bear's mouth where he, he destroyed that alliance. And it had three ribs in the mouth of it between the teeth of it. And they said thus unto it, Arise, devour 
much flesh. Anything you know about the Persians with Artaxerxes, he would, he would literally send a two million man army that some estimated from two million to two million and five hundred thousand men just, just sent them at you. Just flesh after flesh after flesh, men after men after. He literally would destroy you and conquer you just by sending so many people at you. And we believe that might be where you have where he says, Arise and devour much flesh. And the Medes and the Persians were known to be that. Now look at verse 6. Now we're getting into some incredible prophecy. Verse 6, the third one. And after this I beheld, and lo, another like a leopard. Now a leopard's really quick, but it's not as ferocious, and it's not as strong as a lion or a bear, but it's really quick, which had upon the back of it four wings of a fowl. Four wings of a fowl. A fowl would not be as strong as an eagle. wouldn't be as great as an eagle. But it would be quick. So when you have a leopard with a fowl with wings, this is talking about the Grecian Empire, which is talking about Alexander the Great. Alexander the Great, when he was 30-something years old, he conquered the known world at that time, was trying to conquer the known world, and he did it within years. I mean, just so quick, which would be like a leopard with wings. And he'd come across and conquered it. And we'll get more into Alexander later on in the book of Daniel. Which had upon the back of it four wings of a fowl. The beast had also four heads. Why is that important that he has four heads? Well, when Alexander the Great died, he was only 33 years old. Alexander the Great died. His kingdom was split up into four kingdoms. Among his four generals, it was split up. And we believe that's why this, this leopard, which represents Greece, is split up, and he's split up into four heads. The beast had also four heads. Now, notice there in verse 6, and dominion was given to it. This is amazing, very amazing. And let me tell you why. Because none of these other beasts are told that dominion was given unto it. And when Alexander the Great came into Jerusalem as he was conquering the known world, he comes into Jerusalem and he starts giving honor to the high priest there in Jerusalem. And his men were kind of perplexed by this. Like, why are you giving honor to these people? He said, because I had a dream. Now this is Alexander the Great who's quoted by Josephus. He said, I had a dream, and in this dream, a man dressed just like that told me, Arise, get up. This is what God has to say to you. He would conduct my army and would give me the dominion over the Persians. That's an exact quote from Alexander the Great. He said, God told me I would have dominion over the Persians. Notice no other beast is said to have dominion. And Alexander the Great was shown the prophecy in Daniel, and we'll see it later on in Daniel chapter 8. It's an amazing prophecy of Daniel chapter 8, Daniel chapter 7. He was shown this, that he would rise up. Alexander the Great was shown this by the high priest in the book of Daniel. They had the book of Daniel at the time, and they showed him this prophecy, spared, spared Jerusalem, and said, you can have whatever you want. I'll give it to you, whatever you want. This is Alexander the Great. Has anybody ever heard any of this stuff? Is this the first time you've heard any of this stuff? Now listen to me. Are you watching the History Channel? Are you watching Discovery Channel? Are you watching A&E? Why are they not telling you this stuff? This is some amazing stuff going on here. Why will they not tell you about this? Why don't they talk about this stuff? Because it gives glory to God. It gives glory to the Word of God. It makes you think the Word of God might have some credibility. Which it does. Guys, this is prophecy. And I'm showing you this morning prophecy of what God's showing Daniel. These beasts, these kingdoms are rising up and they're to come. Now he's told us about the Babylonian. He's told us about the Medes and the Persians. And notice how these are lining up with the statue back in Daniel chapter 2. We got the lion with the eagle's wings. We got the bear. We got the leopard with the fowl wings. Look at verse 7. And after this I saw in the night vision. And behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible and strong exceedingly. And it had great iron teeth. Iron teeth. This will represent the Roman Empire. It's known as the dreadful beast. 
the Roman Empire, the iron teeth, there it is, the iron legs of the statue, is known as the dreadful beast. And out of this Roman Empire, out of this dreadful beast, you're going to see what comes up as ten horns. It devoured and break in pieces, in the middle of verse 7, and stamped the residue with the feet of it. And it was diverse from all the beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns. Those ten horns of this dreadful beast, they line up exactly with the ten toes of the statue that Nebuchadnezzar dreamed about. So you have ten toes, you have ten horns. But notice in verse 8, And I considered the horns, and behold, there came up among them another little horn. Guys, that is the indication of the Antichrist. And as we go through the book of Daniel, as we continue to go through the book of Daniel, as I preach through the book of Daniel, I'll give you more and more information on the Antichrist and what we should expect out of the Antichrist. Because the book of Daniel has a lot to say about this little horn. A lot to say. And you say, well, Brother Keegan, I don't want to wait. Then go home and read it. Read your Bible. You can read it. I'm, not, I'm, I'm reading it for you and explaining it, but you can read it. Amen. I encourage you to read it. Hey, you don't have to wait for the ending. Go and read it. Go read it. Start right here, Daniel chapter 7. Go read 7, read 8, read 9. I'm going to preach on all this. Read at that, and then when I get to preaching it, you'll already read it. You know what might be even more amazing? You might actually have a question. You know how I know some of y'all aren't reading your Bibles? Because you're not asking me any questions. You can't read your Bible and not have questions. You know why I know? Because I have questions. And when I was under a pastor, you know what I did all the time to my poor old pastor? Asked him questions. What does this mean? What does that mean? I was reading this. This don't make any sense. Well, I know he's, he saw me coming to church. He's like, oh, man, why didn't he just stay home today? You know how long it's been since I had somebody ask me a question on the Bible? That tells me there's not a lot of people reading. Or that, y'all know a whole lot more than I realize. Y'all know. <laughs> Maybe y'all know a whole lot more. I think more there's not a whole lot of reading going on. Do you care about the Word of God? If you care about the Word of God, you question things. That's what I'm here for. Ask me questions. That's what I'm here for. I want to answer your question. I want to help you out. Guys, that's why God put me in this position. Not because I'm smart or anything, but I think I can help you out a little bit. I've been studying this book for 20-something years. You know what? If I can't find the answer, I'll find somebody who does. Verse 8, I considered the horns, and behold, there came up among them another little horn, before whom there was three of the first horns plucked up by the roots. So evidently this Antichrist, when he rises up, one of these horns, which represents the kings, ten kings, and three of these kings are going to be took out. And when three of these kings are took out, the, the Antichrist, the little horn, is going to rise up. There were three of the first horns plucked up by the roots, and behold, in this horn were eyes like the eyes of a man and a mouth speaking great things. This Antichrist is going to be very political. He's going to speak great things. He's going to be a great orator. Just like all the great men that came through the world that have destroyed nations like Hitler. Hitler destroyed the world by speaking. By speaking. The only bullet that Hitler fired in World War II was at his own head. And he killed millions and millions of Jews by getting up there. They said when Hitler would get to speak, he said it was like a, something took over him. Well, I know what it was that took over him. It's called a demon. Back to these beasts. Go back up to verse 4. There's a double application to this prophecy, and it applies to us today. And this double application to this prophecy is this. This golden statue was shown to be Babylon, and I think I've shown you that that lion and the eagle more likely is Babylon. I believe that to be Babylon. I also believe that lion and the eagle, that lion, what is a lion and an eagle? A lion and an eagle is a griffin. You ever seen a griffin before? Y'all know what a griffin is? A griffin is a lion, is lion with eagle's wings. That's what you call a griffin. And that's directly a symbol of England. What's a symbol of a bear in a world empire today? Pretty easy. Now this gets a little harder. More and more people ask, where is America in prophecy? And I, I always tell them, well, America's, in, America's prophesied in the Bible, but you're not going to like it. I believe it's prophesied in the Bible. 
And now that I'm 20 years further into studying the Word of God, I believe more and more what I believed back 20 years ago. That that leopard, that fowl is America right there. And the reason why I believe that leopard or fowl is America is because a leopard is a, is a multicultural beast. It's a multiracial beast. What do I mean by that? I mean that a leopard has got brown skin, white skin, black spots, yellow spots, all, all the colors. It's multiracial. It's integrated. It's leopard. And you notice that that leopard's got the foul wings? Well, y'all know anything about the Bible? You know a foul is a type of what? Type of a devil. Type of a, a type of a demon. Fowls of the air. There's something going on there. Multiracial, and it's, got, it's tied to demons. I believe that that's America right there. And then that fourth beast there, that terrible beast, that dreadful beast, we know that beast is going to be the Antichrist. That's going to be the Antichrist kingdom. That's going to be the Antichrist kingdom rise up. And there's the little horn down here with the ten, horn, with the ten toes. It's going to rise up right there. That's that last kingdom. England, Russia, America, the Antichrist kingdom. I think it's a double application to everything that's going on in the world today. Turn to Revelation 13. Let's look at this beast. So that was Daniel's beast as he's seen the beast coming out of the sea. Well, John sees one beast. Revelation chapter 13, verse 1, And I stood upon the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns. There's those ten horns. And upon his horns, ten crowns. Those are ten kings. And upon his heads, the name of blasphemy. Verse 2, And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And a dragon gave him power in his seat and great authority. Now this is the beast rising up, and the whole chapter 13, go home and read it, is about the Antichrist, and how he's going to rise up, and he's going to have a false prophet, and he's going to have you, want you to take the mark of the beast, which is number 666. Now all that stuff's right there in Revelation 13, but John sees coming up and he sees it as a world empire and he sees this beast and notice it goes all the way back to Daniel chapter 7 because back in verse 2 and the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard the main part of that beast was like a leopard it's multicultural it's integrated it's got yellow brown black white Asian it's got them all in there which I saw was like unto a leopard and his feet were as the feet of a bear Russia the feet of a bear Russia I believe Russia is going to be the military power of the Antichrist kingdom I think America is going to have the biggest part of the Antichrist kingdom. Not popular to say that. A lot more popular today than it was 20 years ago. It's going to get worse before it gets better. Russia is going to be the military power in the Antichrist kingdom. I saw it was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. There's that lion, and there's that England. Why is that important? What comes out of a mouth? Language. What do we get from England? English. Universal language of, of the world today is English, the mouth of a lion. If you're over in China, you learn a second language. You know what that second language is? English. If you're in Africa, you know what you, you learn a second language. You know what that language is? English. If you're over in Japan, you want me to keep going? America's the only one that doesn't really have a second language. Texas has Spanish, but that's about it. We don't have a second language because we already have English. The mouth of a lion, that's the language of the end times. And his mouth is the mouth of a lion, and the dragon... Gave him his power and his seat and his great authority, which is the dreadful beast, the Antichrist. I want to show you something that's different, though, that I've never seen written anywhere, but I believe this. Because the question comes to my mind is, here's the world empires today. America. Russia. Russia's a world empire. England. There's one missing. It's that dragon. I believe that dragon is China. You know why? The bear is a symbol of Russia. The lion is a symbol of England. The leopard, multicultural, multicolored, is a symbol of America. What's the symbol of China? Dragon. Chinese dragon. 
And the dragon gave him his power and his seat and his great authority. We know that dragon to be Satan, but I believe that it's, uh, it's twofold. I believe it's Satan giving him the power through China. I believe that's China right there. You want to see some more of it? Look at Revelation 16. Revelation 16, 12. Revelation 16, 12. And the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates, and the water thereof was dried up, that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. It says the kings of the east. Here's Israel. Here's the east up here. You know what, you know what happens when you go east right up in here? China. China's right here. Here's Russia. There's China. He says he's drying it up for the ways of the east. Now turn to Revelation chapter 9. Revelation chapter 9. So he's drying up that river so that this army can come over. And that, I don't know if y'all can see that very well because I have this board up. But this, there, there's a river here, the river Euphrates. And he's trying to dry this river up so this great army can come over. And the Bible says he dries that river up so that great army can come over against Jerusalem. That's going to be the battle of Armageddon. Look at Revelation chapter 9, look at verse 14. Saying to the sixth angel which had the trumpet, Loose the four angels which are bound in the great river Euphrates. And the four angels were loosed which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year for to slay the third part of men. And the number of the army of the horsemen were 200,000. And I heard the number of them. Now 200,000 is a 200 million man army. There's only one nation we know who can rise up a 200 million man army. China. They put their kids in the army. See this nation right here? Russia. Guess who China is having war games with right now? Starting back in 2003. Russia and China started coming together and doing war games together. 2003. That's kind of a coincidence because there's Russia east of Jerusalem and there's China east of Jerusalem. And the Bible says there's going to be a 200 million man army come from there. You got the lion, you got the bear, you got the leopard, and you got the dragon. And in a coincidence that all those world empires are shown right there in Revelation 13. Guys, we're living in the end times. What you have going on when Israel became a nation in 1948, that's when you started seeing all this stuff start taking place, start getting ready. We're living in the end times. China's rising up as a power. England is a power. Russia is a power. People thought Russia went away back in the 90s because of President Reagan. And Reagan did bring down the wall. But Russia's bear's claws were never to claw. Now you're seeing it, aren't you? Over in Ukraine and everything. Flexes muscle, making Obama's knees smote. We're scared of that nation right there. Say, are you sure that that's China? Well, I'm not really sure, but look at verse 17. In closing. And thus I saw the horses in the vision, and them that sat on them having breastplates. Now this is the breastplates. Look, of fire and of jacinth and of brimstone. Fire is red, jacinth is dark blue, and brimstone is yellow. The Chinese flag is red and yellow, and you know what color uniforms the Chinese uh, military wears? Dark blue. And it said the breastplates colored that. And the heads of the horses were as the heads of lions. There's England, but no, listen. And out of their mouths issued fire and smoke and brimstone. You ever seen a Chinese dragon? 
Chinese dragon doesn't look like American dragons or European. A European dragon looks more like a lizard. A Chinese dragon has the head of a lion. And it breathes fire. I give you the colors, fire, jacinth, and brimstone, and the heads of a lion, and out of their mouths issued fire and smoke and brimstone. I think it's China. 200 million man army, the only one I know of is China. Those are the colors. I think it's all right there. He that have ears to hear, let him hear, Jesus Christ said. Amen. It's, all, it's all right there, guys. Say, so what is that weird thing? I don't know what that weird thing I tend to take the Bible literally. I do. But, verse 18, by these th- three were the third part of men killed by the fire and by the smoke and by the brimstone which issued out of their mouths for their powers in their mouth and in their tails. For their tails were like unto serpents and had heads which they, them they do hurt. Sounds a lot like a tank. Has tails like a, it has a long tail and they're hurting with that tail. It sounds like he's looking. He's trying, you got John living in, living in 92 AD, looking up into 2015 and further, and he's seeing this tank, and he's trying to describe it, and he's like, it looks like a tail coming out, and it looks like it's got the head of a lion, and it's shooting out this fire and brimstone like this ammunition. He can't describe it. That's the best way he can describe it. But I'm going to tell you, now that I told you that might be a tank, let me finish in closing by saying this. That might be exactly what it says it is. Just because I say it looks like it could be a tank, it might be exactly like it's described. Listen, guys, I'll give you some good, good advice. You take the Bible as literal as you can, the best way you can, and you're going to wind out a lot better in the end. I'd much rather say, God... I read that, and it looked like you said there's some horses that have lion's head, and they're shooting out fire. And I believe that's exactly what it was going to be. God never got on to them for not understanding. God got, Jesus Christ got on to them for not believing. So you just believe what you read, and you're going to be a hundred times better off. Daniel prophesied it. It's coming to pass. I believe it lines up with what we're seeing here today. The question I have for you, are you ready? Are you ready for Jesus Christ to come back? Turn back to Daniel and I'll read you something and close it. Because I want to read Daniel 7 to you. I'm going to read Daniel 7 and then we'll close. Daniel chapter 7. Because I want to close by showing you this about these kingdoms. Verse 9. And I beheld till the thrones were cast down and the ancient of days did sit whose garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head was like the pure wool. His throne was like the fiery flame, and his wheels as burning fire. A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Thousands, thousands ministered unto him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The judgment was set, and the books were opened. Great white throne judgment. Verse 11. I beheld then because of the voice of the great words which the horn spake, the Antichrist. I beheld even till the beast was slain and his body destroyed and given to the burning flame. We call that hell. As concerning the rest of the beast, that's the kingdoms, they had their dominion taken away, the millennial kingdom, yet their lives were prolonged for a season and a time. That's a thousand years. I saw in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man came with the clouds of heaven, that's Jesus Christ, and came to the Ancient of Days, 
and they brought him near before him, and there was given him dominion and glory and a kingdom that all people, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away, and his kingdom that which shall not be destroyed. That's the millennial kingdom. That's our Lord and Savior coming back. And when he comes back, like he crushed those toes in Daniel chapter 2, he's going to take this beast and throw him into the lake of fire. Amen. And he will rule forever and ever. Amen. Jesus Christ always wins in the end. Amen. 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 Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for Jesus Christ. Thank you for our King. And we know he's going to win, Lord God. And I sure do appreciate being on the winning side. Lord God, and I thank you for this prophecy that you give Daniel, Lord God. Thank you for opening this up to us, Lord. Lord, now if I said something that's not right, Lord God, or that's not pleasing you, Lord God, I should just let it fall on deaf ears, Lord God. But I believe a lot of this to be true, Father. And I believe that your Holy Spirit's revealed it to us. Lord God, I ask you to make it real to us, Lord God, that we'll live our life like we're living in the end times. Now, Lord, if there's somebody underneath the sound of my voice that doesn't know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, Lord, I ask that you'll speak to the heart right now as we give this invitation, and they'll come down and get saved. I'm praying all this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Brother, let's uh, have an invitation, please. Hello, this is Pastor Keegan Hall of Indian Gap Baptist Church. Are you sick and tired of this world? Are you sick and tired of this life that you're living? Did you know that God has a free gift for you? It's the gift of eternal life through Jesus Christ. Have you ever received this gift? You know, a gift can be offered but not received. You can bow your head and ask Jesus right now to save you and give you his free gift of eternal life. Now, you might ask, how do I know he'll give me this free gift? Because I did the same thing because I bowed my head knowing I'm a sinner and asked him to save me, and he did. And I've never been the same. And this life with Jesus is a thousand times better than anything this world can offer me. Now, we would love to hear from you if you want to contact us at IndianGapBaptist.com. Until next time. Casting all your care upon him.